Welcome to Ask a Broker, episode 11. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. This is a show where Dustin Woodhouse and I answer your mortgage brokering questions. With your questions on how to build or grow your mortgage business, this is the show for you. Here's how it works. Go to askabroker.ca, record a question, and if we answer your question on the show, we'll send you a swanky new I Love Mortgage Brokering t-shirt, courtesy of Lendesk. Today on the show, we have James Lee, and he asks, do you pay for appraisals? Who should pay for appraisals? Should you pay for them all the time, sometimes? And Dustin and I, we have a slight difference of opinion on this one, but I think you're going to find some good ideas on how you can handle for your business. Before we get started, I want to thank today's sponsor. Ask a Broker is sponsored by Lendesk. Lendesk is a mortgage technology company based out of Vancouver that has built an origination platform specifically for Canadian brokers. Lendesk removes the headache of assembling an application with your client. Think of it as the ultimate CRM and deal management tool. They're pre-launch, but I'm helping them refine the platform, and I can tell you it looks awesome. If you would like to get early access to Lendesk with me, sign up at lendesk.com to stay in the loop. As for the cost, let's just say it's going to be an easy decision. This is going to be a game changer. Hey, Dustin, how's it going? Not too bad, Scott. How are you? Good. So what is the best non-business book you have read in the past, say, year? You know what? I'm going to give you a two-part answer. So in the past year, uh, maybe it was a little longer than a year ago, I read The Fault in Our Stars at the same time that our, uh, at the time, 19-year-old daughter was reading it. Made for some good conversation. Very good book. Better than the movie. But probably one of the all-time best fiction accounts I've ever read is uh, called Shantaram. And I believe it's Gregory David Roberts. Shantaram. S-H-A-N-T-A-R-A-M fascinating 1200 page monster but great great read yeah i've never heard of either one of those so the, the book that i read that i really enjoyed was uh gates of fire by stephen pressfield i don't know if you've heard of him but he writes historical fiction and it's about you know the 300 movie but it's nothing like the 300 movie but it's about that historical event and it's just cool it's just i like history and stuff so i geek out i've read pretty much all of his books uh, I believe Stephen Pressfield wrote uh, "Do the Work" mm-hmm. and the War of Art, or the Art of w- the War. Yeah, the War of Art. I think he wrote, uh, which right, is yeah. the s- struggle of uh, creatives to get work out there instead of just thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what yeah. we're doing right now. So today we have James Lee, and he asks us about appraisals. And so let's have a listen to this question: and who should pay for them, and should you pay for them? So then we'll both we we had a little discussion about this pre-conversation, and we have a little differences on how we do it. But let's have a listen, and then we'll talk about it. Sounds good. Hi, Dustin and Scott. This is James Lee from Dominion Lending Center's First Financial Link in Edmonton, Alberta. I'm wondering if you gentlemen pay for your clients' appraisals. And Dustin, I think you might have mentioned that you do at one one of the uh, things that I heard you say. But uh, if you're doing that, why? And uh, also, how do you administer that if you're doing it? Anyway, I, I really enjoy I Love Mortgage Brokering. Thank you, guys. Take care. Okay, so what's your uh, policy or your do you have a plan or policy? How do you handle appraisals when dealing with clients? I, I do have a policy. It's been in place since day one. So since, you know those very first struggling months and struggling files, I still had the exact same policy I have today, which is I prepaid for every one of my clients' appraisals. So I didn't promise to refund it at the time of completion and get into the sometimes clunkiness of of that uh, and the uncertainty that that creates for the clients. I flat out prepaid. And there's been a couple key benefits from that. But 
But first, let me pre-qualify that. Of course, I am in the Vancouver market. My average mortgage size is 434000 uh, currently. And an appraisal cost is typically under $300. Certainly, some of them go up to five, six, $700 in multi-million dollar properties. But again, that's typically relative to the mortgage transaction size as well. And so even those ones, I prepay. And how often in a month would you say would you or will you end up eating an appraisal cost? Probably two or three times. Yeah, I'd say about two or three times. You know, it's normally somewhere between six thousand and twelve thousand dollars that we wind up spending on needlessly on reports. I guess you could say over the course of a year. So it's not a huge expense. I mean, again, that's in the context of you know. 19 to 20 transactions per month. So we're probably talking one in seven, one in eight I've paid for and doesn't wind up completing. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little different. I mean, my market size is a bit smaller and my mortgage size is smaller. And so I have a couple different ways I approach it. I will, uh, I, I will get my clients to pay for it up front and then I reimburse them. It is a bit more work, but I just get my, my case, I get my assistant to to track it, they get the invoice and we pay them. I feel like it uh, kind of has a. Uh, I've had situations where people walked and I and I was like, well, for me, anyways, I'm like, I don't want to pay for appraisals if people change their mind at the last minute or if there's some other you know element that pops up and kills it. And um, and then the other thing that another idea that I've had with uh, having conversation and then oh, on past clients, I always pay for appraisals on past clients. And so if a past client comes back to me, I'm like, Hey, you're, you know, uh, I always get a kick out of those, you know, that commercial have you seen online where if your bank was run like a daycare or no, yeah. and, and the kid comes in, it's a kid is a new kid and he gets ice cream, but the existing kid doesn't. And right. I'll put a link to it in the show notes of this, but I, re- I always feel like you should treat your existing customer should get like, you know, red carpet service. And so our, my existing customers never pay, um, although we do make them prepay for it, even in that case, and we just reimburse them. And then another strategy that I've had when I've had a discussion, sometimes people are like, well, hey, I think you should pay for this. I will often, I will show people, especially if it's a case where it's a conventional file, I'll show them the difference between a conventional and high ratio. And I'll say, hey, look, if you had to go high ratio, just so you know, um, this is how much insurance you'd have to pay. But luckily, in your case, you don't have to. Um, and if you did need, an, the great part about the insurance is that they will actually cover an appraisal, isn't that nice? They're charging you $6,000 and they'll pay, you know, they'll cover your 300 bucks. But in this case, if you take a conventional, you don't have to pay the $6,000 and now, you know, it's only going to be 300. Isn't that a great deal? And so by showing them those differences, I sort of deflect the conversation about, uh, and then they go, oh yeah, they feel like they're making a smart decision. And then I don't, you know, I can uh, not have to pay it in every situation. So that's how I have uh, uh, dealt with that situation in the past. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that helps. Do you have anything else you want to add to that, Dustin? Oh, there's a, a few for sure. So again, with that policy that I've got in place, uh, as you touch on, a lot of times when it's an insured file, there is no appraisal expense. Uh, if it's under 750000 and it's owner-occupied, uh, depending on the lender, they may have an automated valuation tool. They may add a $99 fee on the commitment, which that I reimburse at completion to the client. Uh, because again, it's not money up front out of the client's pocket. So it's not like you're having to pay for an appraisal on every single file that you're processing anyway, which is what makes it a little bit easier to have as a blanket policy with clients. 
So you're explaining to them that there is no appraisal cost on an insured file. I don't get into that. I just leave them assuming I'm covering it. Mm-hmm. And, we, and it keeps it a little simpler. But there's a couple other nuances and, and benefits to this this whole thing that they weren't part of my master plan at all. They're just things that have become clearer over time. And the thing is, if you're able to work with an appraisal firm whose reports are accepted by the majority of lenders, if you're able to work with lenders that allow you to order your own appraisals, it it really smooths the process as well. Because when you've got that appraiser trying to track down the client for payment, because, of course, they will not even book an appointment to appraise that property until they're paid, you've got a client that's getting a call from an unknown number, uh, letting it go to voicemail, maybe returning the message later that day or the next day, and you've got delays in the transaction and delays cost files. So for me, it's also part of eliminating the delay. I mean, uh, I think our all-time best turnaround time was within an hour of taking the application. We had an appraiser knocking on the client's door. It was a fluke. They just happened to be in the neighborhood, and they did the site visit that day. You know, and keeping things moving at that speed is important because if you send that appraisal order in on a Thursday or Friday, and then over the weekend the client is spending time with family, friends, whoever, and they mention that, oh, yeah, I've got to call this appraiser back and pay for this report, odds are that person is going to say, what do you mean you're paying for your appraisal? Nobody pays for their appraisal because the majority of banks and credit unions don't bill clients for appraisals. And I never wanted to be chasing the bank. I always wanted to be ahead of the bank by one step. So again, I mean, that's maybe market specific, but in our market, there's virtually no bank that is going to charge a client for an appraisal. Mm -hmm. So how can I? Right. There's two of the last thoughts that I have on this. I've talked to, there's a guy in uh, Ontario and they meet a lot of their, their small town, a lot of their clients come in. They actually have a square account, they actually collect the uh, payment from the client and then they pay the entire, all of their, they do a lot of transactions. They may pay for 20 to 30 appraisals a month, but they cut the check to the appraisal company. But they actually, when the client comes in, like, oh, you need to pay for your appraisal here, swipe, and then they pay it. That's So that's one another way if, if it's a possibility for some people. And then another guy that I know, he what he does is he, which is kind of strategic on his part, but so when an approval comes in, he has a gift for the client. So like, let's say as soon as the approval comes and they go, okay, I got your approval and they're going to meet to sign or they're going to, he's, and he sends them a, a gift and say it's a 20 or $30 gift. Um, and he's found that when you give somebody a 20 or $30 gift, they're not now asking for the appraisal because they kind of feel like, oh, wow, that was pretty nice of you. Thanks for the, you know, the box of chocolates or whatever. So there are different ways to handle it for sure. There's not like one and it is market specific and budget specific and yeah so i think it's a but it's definitely an interesting discussion well and and on that last note that you were touching on there too with the gift i mean a a key part is letting a client know like this is what an appraisal costs i'm going to prepay this for you in advance and having them understand that you're taking money out of your pocket the lender isn't paying for it you personally are paying for it And it does create, ideally, not every time, but ideally it creates that little bit of reciprocity 
where the client does feel like you've done something for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's maybe one more tie that binds uh, the client to you through to the end of the process. And uh, I'll admit it's a, a tenuous, thin tie, but I'll take every tie that I can get to the, to the client. Right. Well, hey, man, James, hopefully that answers your question. And Dustin, thanks so much. 